No fear. No political correctness. No wokeism. You're listening to Underground USA. Thanks for downloading and listening. My name is Frank Salvato. Before we get into this Monday's edition of America's Third Watch, I wanted to point you towards the lead story over at undergroundusa.com, titled, Not Just No, But Hell No. It has to do with an initiative the UN is pushing upon the world through its woke and globalist entities that wants to take control of the definition of free speech. What you're allowed to say, what hate speech is, what you're not allowed to say. This is totally antithetical to a free world and sovereign nations. This is something you're going to have to write your senators and representatives about, complaining loudly that the UN not only is a useless agency, but is an organization that should be dismantled. They have no say whatsoever within the United States. We are a sovereign nation. We do not kneel to the United Nations. Free speech is under attack. We all have to defend it. If free speech goes, everything else follows. When we come back, Monday's segment on America's Third Watch. Handcrafted exotic blend teas at the lowest shipping cost anywhere. Hi, I'm CJ, owner of the Emerald Coast Tea Company. We ship our premium gourmet blends with Sindel, offering you the lowest shipping prices anywhere while also being carbon neutral. Excellent tea at the right price. Check us out at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mom's tea. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. Our top story is the return of these hostages, and uh, who better to come on and uh, talk with us about that and all the other news of the day than our good friend Frank Silvato from UndergroundUSA.com, also author of the book Nullification, and also, Frank, I'd like to be able to wish you a very happy birthday right here on the air this morning, and uh, so many happy returns on that. Well, thank you very much, Kyle. And uh, I am celebrating the week, and I always take uh, at least five or six days to celebrate my entry into the world. So, you know, <laughs> I like that idea. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's where I am today. Very cool. Well, happy birthday, and thanks for uh, for uh, being on the program here this morning, and thanks also for uh, uh, coming on last uh, in the middle of last week as well, because we had that Thanksgiving holiday, and I uh, hope that you had a great Thanksgiving as well. Oh yeah, it was it was re- uh, reflective. You know, I always like to give thanks for everything that I do have instead of, uh, which seems to be the norm today in some circles, especially the closer you get to uh, blue urban areas, to whine about what I don't have. We live in the freest in the country in the world with the most opportunity, and if you can get off the negative jag by shutting off the news and looking around at what you have, uh, you can appreciate that. Well, indeed, and something else that people have a tendency to do, as you're talking about, and that is to whine about what somebody else has. Yeah. You know, they have that, and I, I don't have that. So, But in our system, you can work 
to get that very thing. It doesn't have to be, you know, taken away and given to you by the government. Absolutely. And when you when you have been privileged enough to have things and you swing on that pendulum back and then you swing on that pendulum back to the center and even maybe back to having things, you get to understand that it's not the things that matter. It's the accomplishments, the people that you that you amass along the journey, family. Uh, all of these things are much more important than having the newest gadget. Well, so and, and we, you know, sadly, you only learn these lessons when you get when you get up there in in numbers. So. Right, and you have you have many birthdays, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> then you just start repeating the same birthday over and over. So it like an old term budget. Right. Well, uh, Frank, I got to ask you, of course, what's happening uh, in Israel? Uh, we've seen we've seen some of these hostages come back. One was an 84 year old woman who needed medical attention, but also a four year old girl whose parents were killed by Hamas. Then she was taken hostage. I mean, how much more ruinous? an event can happen to this poor four-year-old girl? No, nothing. Her life is scarred. Her her history is made. It depends on what she does with her life from this point forward, but there, her life has been forever scarred by the actions of a bloodthirsty Islamo-fascist terror group who's feigning, uh, feigning superiority and authority under a guise of, you're on my land, which simply isn't the case. It is a bald-faced lie that there was any definitive land ever ever established as a country called Palestine. They may claim it, but history bears that the Jews have been in that area and region 3,000 years before Islam was even a blink. Well, that's right. Yeah. Well, you had King David for one thing, yeah. uh, and so forth. That yeah, and it's it's really something. You know, and again, from time to time, you'll see it displayed as a as a map of the of the Arab world, basically, which covers through the Middle East, through Northern Africa, and so forth. And this teeny tiny little speck, comparatively, is Israel. But yet, this is what the whole problem is about. And somehow, some way, the propaganda goes: Well, if we could just get rid of Israel, all the world's problems would just kind of you know cease. The, the Arab world had expanded into Europe through the Ottoman Empire all the way to Spain, and in some some corners of Spain still exists fairly fairly prevalently. So are are all the people in in Italy and and England and France are 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 they all supposed to be asking for reparations from the Arab world? No, that would never fly. So, yeah, it would never fly. But yet, Israel is the is the little Satan in the United States because we we support Israel is is big Satan, and that's throughout the Arab world. The more intensely Islam, um, Islamo fascist you get, the more the hatred is elevated. So I mean, that's an ongoing problem with with the Arab world that they need to get control of. I understand it's a it's a zealous religion and and one where the devout are are more radical than the people who just want to get along day to day, but they're not going to achieve what they want to achieve, which is a global caliphate. So maybe it's time they have their version of a synod and figure out how to reform their religion. Very good point. 
949-822-7959 is the number to call. And, of course, we're talking with our good friend, Frank Salvato, and he's from uh, undergroundusa.com and also the author of the book, Nullification. Hello again, Frank. Mr. Kyle. All right. Well, I tell you what, we do have a caller who's been holding patiently. So if you like, we'll go right over here to line number one and uh, see what the caller has on their mind this morning. Good morning, caller. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hello, caller. Hello. Hello. Yes, caller. Are you there? Good morning. I I am here. You didn't you didn't ask my uh, yeah well we you didn't, didn't ask my my name or where I'm from yeah what's your name and where are you calling my, from my name is Al I'm from Sarasota Florida hey Al thanks for calling okay um, I I'd like to give you a little pushback against some of the things you folks have been saying with regard to uh, uh, the gloom and doom of the Biden economy okay or the economy in general is I'm, I'm a little bit involved and it seems to me that um, we have uh, moderating inflation, moderating energy prices, uh, underpinning a strong labor market, wage gains, and of course the stock market. As of uh, going into December, the Standard and Poor's is up 20.47 percent year to date. The okay. total stock market, Wilshire 5000, is up 19.25, and the NASDAQ 100 is up 36%. Now, where I come from, they call that a raging bull market creating wealth for America. Well, oh, I, so, I appreciate uh, it. First of all, if, I think you might have your radio turned up in the background. It would, if you, you might uh, turn it down if you had that opportunity. We could hear you a little bit better, I'm sure. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you, you're making some good points, and I know that people uh, are looking at some of these numbers. In fact, President Biden the other day talked about the numbers, but there's a disconnect between the voters and the consumers, especially, for example, where Rasmussen is concerned. They're saying that 44% of the people out there expect a weaker economy and they don't think it's going to get better anytime soon. And you've got a, another group of people who are who are thinking that the worst hasn't occurred yet. So there's a lot to perception in how people are responding to this. Well, there's perception and there's reality. Uh, and what I'm talking, what what I'm talking about is is real real time uh, levels of activity. Right. I mean, uh, inflation over the last 15 months, while it was high due to COVID, has uh, as measured by the wholesale and retail level PPI and CPI has come down 15 straight months. Interest rates have also moderated. Well, but if you have have a 3% interest rate on your home and you want to go out and buy another home, but you've got to jump up to some 7%, a lot of people are not going to make that jump because they just feel that it's it's way too costly in, in that regard. So so interest rates may come down a little bit, but they were low to begin with, but now they've come down a little bit from their high. But what I'd like to ask, though, is maybe give a, let's give a chance here to Frank to respond to that a little bit, if you would, Frank. I think over the last 25 years, you've seen a a significant decoupling of Wall Street and Main Street. The banks are doing fantastic, and and the investment firms are doing fantastic. But if you try to tell someone who actually goes to the store to buy food for for their household that the economy is great because Wall Street's doing well, you might get punched in the throat. You've got energy. You've got energy prices that remain high. 
You've got a White House that that just chirps about how fantastic the job market is when they themselves are the ones that destroyed it. Just just regaining jobs that you destroyed does not mean that you have a thriving job market. That's just ridiculous to try to, to try to sell to people. And when the jobs come back, are mostly jobs that have moderate wages rather than rather than aggressive wage increases. Uh, you know, people aren't happy. If people aren't happy, then we have to learn the the lessons of the past, which is it's the economy, stupid, not the wealth of the banks, the wealth of the people. So Wall Street. Hey, they can rage all the way down. It's a bull market. It's wonderful. We're making great money. Let's let's just drink champagne and smoke cigars. If it's not trickling down to the person at the at the shop at the supermarket, or where they have to uh, buy utilities, pay for utilities, then it means nothing to the everyman. And the rich keep getting richer. The Fed gets more powerful, and the now neo-fascist regime that's in there. Because I really don't think the Biden administration has the best interests of the United States at heart. I think they have the best interests of the neo-fascist power brokers at heart, and the globalist power brokers. But uh, you know, for the person buying milk, take a look at the price. That's a good point, Frank. And Al, again, we appreciate the call very much. And so I guess my question to you would be. If if the numbers are are good and all these things are heading in, in this great direction, how is it how is it then that the people are not seeing that or there is you know because they're seeing what's happening to their bank account when they do go try to buy stuff at the store? I mean, just essentials or pay for their electricity, stuff like that. So how does this even out for them? Well, there's that that that's a little bit silly because. Uh, the health of the economy and the health of capital markets is, in fact, America Inc. It's the business and corporate profits that make up what America is. That's the mother's milk of everything. That's why people get hired. But, but if their wages, if their wages don't go, yeah, if their wages don't don't go up commensurate, and they can't afford to do the kinds of things they want to do because they're just trying to keep their heads above water, it's difficult to say. Well, these corporate reports are wonderful, so so just sit there and suffer. Well, when you when you when you add assets to your personal portfolio in terms of education, training, and experience, that's when you climb up the, the ladder. We've had tremendous gains from lower-end labor this year uh, with the UAW, with United Parcel, with any number of settlements, with minimum wage rises. So there's, uh, you know, th there's no reason why Americans can't go from nothing to something. This is, this is a great country. It's pretty darn easy. As, as Thomas Sowell says, minimum wage, the real minimum wage is zero. If you want to go market-based, you can't be having government interfere in, in, in the economic structure. So, but today, when you have a, an evil relationship between the government and the corporatists, this is why you have that disconnect of Wall Street doing great and Grandma down the street not being able to afford milk on her Social Security check. I'm sorry, uh, i got to disagree with just about everything you're saying. Yeah, would, but we appreciate the call very much, Al, and we hope that uh, you'll call back again in the future. And, uh, well, we'll let me just give you one more thing. Sure. One yeah, more thing. Shot. Last year... Last year Social Security was increased 8.9%, the biggest increase ever. So there are retirees out there that are living with a, 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 an increase that won't be rescinded, while, on the other hand, inflation is slowly coming down 
into place, and the uh, CPI is now in the in the threes. So uh, you know you can't design an economy to uh, redistribute wealth. It's called the market, and that's how it works. But if you let the government interfere in that free market, it stops becoming a free market, and the government is all over this economy. Well, if you you want to give a slow drip to the average person of rage and resentment that they should be angry, then, you know, I I would choose to be like Ronald Reagan, happy and optimistic. Well, Al, thank you so much again for the call. We appreciate it. And uh, I'm sorry you're getting the vibe of being rage and resentment. We're actually pretty positive on uh, where this country can go and what's it what it's doing and uh, the opportunities that people have but uh, there is a disconnect there so again we appreciate the call hope that you call back again real soon we'll talk to you another time uh, folks we're getting ready to uh, head into our break uh, here in just a few moments bottom of the hour break but uh, frank um, any uh, closing thoughts we got about 20 seconds here before we hit the break people have to realize that when you have government involved in in the free markets to the point where they're picking winners and losers, you don't have a free market. You have a government-manipulated market. That gets away from laissez-faire economics. It gets away from Austrian economics. And it allows the Fed to print money like they're drunk. <laughs> That's pretty good. pretty good uh, closing thoughts there. Of course, we're coming right back, folks, with Frank Salvato, UndergroundUSA.com, author of the book Nullification. And that was a great call because we're, we're mixing it up. It is the marketplace of ideas. We are not afraid. Folks, stay right there. Kyle Warren with you. Much more on the other side. You're listening to Underground USA. Bank of America wants to control how you live your life. They're building a system to track your carbon emissions and monitor your driving. Coming after your Second Amendment rights. Favoring certain home buyers based on their race. Bank of America is using a social score system straight out of China's playbook. Bank of America is obsessed with trying to control your life. What will they do next? Bank of America. Their lies start with their name. Who helped cause soaring gas prices? BlackRock. Who contributed to outrageous housing prices? BlackRock. BlackRock and Larry Fink spent years harassing oil and gas companies, making them divest from fossil fuels. Now you feel the pain. And BlackRock-owned companies are snatching up houses, crippling families. Now BlackRock's former ESG czar Brian Deese is Biden's economic advisor, crushing America from within. That's what BlackRock is really about. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. We've got our good friend, of course, Frank Salvato, uh, holding on the line here. And uh, if you'd like to call in and be part of the program, you can dial us up, 949-822-7959. We do have a couple of lines lit up here. But uh, welcome back again, Frank Salvato. Mr. Kyle, I uh, wanted to say one thing about that last phone call sure. uh, that, that from Al. It may have sounded like I was being dismissive or derogatory, but that's that's not the case. 
these are the kinds of conversations that we need to have with our neighbors about the way that we feel and the way that we see things and the way that we experience things so that we can be more well-rounded in the way we think about subjects like the economy, like the Middle East, uh, like ideological issues. If you don't have those conversations that can get passionate, then you learn nothing and you live in a bubble. And that's where all of the people who like to manipulate and divide in order to maintain power, that's where they'd like to have us in that bubble. So I just wanted to thank Al for that call. It was it was a it was a, a discussion and that's fantastic. Yeah, you know, I'm so glad that you said that because that's exactly the tenor that uh, that we're maintaining here exactly and and uh, and we appreciate uh, Al's call so very much because because you're right. A lot of times it's just supposed to be the nation's just supposed to be divided, right? And never the two, two shall ever meet, you know. And my neighbor is a Democrat, so I'm not talking to them. Or they're a Republican, and I'm, ta- I'm not talking to them, and this kind of thing. And uh, the, the, uh, the idea of, of keeping us divided, you're right, is front and center, uh, unfortunately. But, yeah, that's right. I think it was a great call, and we appreciate Al very much. And I'm glad that, uh, that uh, you wanted to say what you just said there, Frank. Uh, we do have another call, as a matter of fact, to hold it on the line. So, uh, Let's head over here to line number two. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. Yes. Uh, speaking of the, the economy, uh, try living on about $950 a month. Uh, try living with uh, insurance costs here in Florida as well as uh, real estate taxes, which are, are rocketing. Um, the problem is you have gas going up to $5 a gallon, and when it comes down, people think that's great. Uh, no, it should be exactly what it was when uh, Trump left office. That's, called, that's where it should be. Uh, the economy probably is really of a negative 10%. Um, so how much propaganda can people blow out to people when they own the mainstream media, the radio stations, they own Hollywood, they own uh, car companies, uh, America, United States of America, comma, Inc., is broke. We have no money. When you're in debt, you have no money. So uh, to call in and say the economy's looking great is like a facade. So I think it's just called... Uh, education and talking to people just like uh, Frank was talking about but the things that I read the sources I have says just wake up the normies how much propaganda can you take in Thank you. All right. Thanks, Marion St. Pete. Appreciate the call. And, uh, yeah, hopefully Joe will call back, by the way. Uh, looks like, as I was saying, looks like we had maybe a bad connection there. But uh, but you're welcome to call back, Joe. But, yeah, Frank, uh, again, you know, uh, what's happening out there in the economy, you know, there's there's uh, two different things happening all together. But people at ground, ground level, as it were, uh, they're trying to buy milk and eggs. Right, and as we saw back in during the Obama administration, I can make statistics say anything I want. When they were looking at the labor market back in, during his tenure, they used to take there's three districts that come in during uh, for for labor participation. And they chose the best set of stats to say, "See, it's working." All of our policies are working, yet people were, were losing money 
in their investments. Jobs were going away. They got an additional mandate in Obamacare for the short time that it was actually something that you needed to have or you went to prison. You know, and I'm exaggerating there, so don't call and say, you don't go to prison if you don't have insurance. Um, but it's just like polls. I, I take very, very, I, I place little weight on polls. I don't, I don't necessarily follow them as gospel because when you run the internals, you can see that most often they don't say what, what the talking heads are, are seeing they say. You can make a poll say anything, depending on the wording of a question. So the same thing with the statistics coming out of a White House. If the Bidens want to sit down and go through all of the stats and come up with something that says everything is great, they can. Mm-hmm. I can sit down with the same with the same stats and, and, and sit down with people from the Cato Institute, and they'll say, these are horrible numbers. And we're looking at the same numbers. So it's how you package the data. You can make it say anything you want, but you can't make the milk prices any different than they are. Well, that's exactly right. And one of the things, too, about uh, these Rasmussen reports uh, that I was referring to earlier, there's another one that says the economic confidence, according to their uh, tally of this, Increased to 93.7 this month uh, for the Rasmussen Reports Economic Index. Now, the the difference of that number, 93.7, compare that to where Trump was at in January 2020 at 147.8. So there's a large spread there of the way that people seem to have, uh, you know, uh, perceived this and how, how they felt their place was in the economy then and now. Oh, and that's it's the age-old political uh, adage. It's in the wallet. If you can touch people in the wallet, if you're campaigning and you can get them emotional about your wallet, then you then you've got you've got some good traction going on your side. If you're an incumbent and people's wallets are hurting, it doesn't matter what numbers you screen at them. If they're if they're hurting in their wallet, you failed. Right. You know, I, I'll said that it was, uh, well, reality is reality, and perception doesn't really matter. Well, yes, it does. And when you live, when you live in, in the country that we live in today, when, when the media is jamming information down your face 24-7, 365, and they scream, doom, 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 it's doom. Whether, pe- whether people are, are getting mailed free gold bullions or not. Well, that's right. So, and if it was a Republican administration, you'd know that the messaging would definitely be going the opposite direction. It's not so good. you know. And then why would Washington Post reporters say, well, we don't want to talk about Bidenomics because that's a negative connotation now? No, Biden, I suspect somebody came up with the bumper stickers. You know, Bidenomics fits directly on a bumper sticker. Let's create the narrative so we can use that because it, it rings well. But that's what happens when you market politics. If you're going to stop, if you, as a consumer, as a political consumer, if you're going to stop at the bumper sticker, please don't vote. <laughs> because because you're, you're not an informed voter. You must take time to drill down into the information that is out there in the information age to make up your own mind about, about the issues. Don't rely on CNN. Don't rely on Fox. Make up your own mind. Take the time. 
It's your responsibility and obligation to do that as a citizen of the United States. If you're just going to sit there and say, I'm going along to get along, and then I'm going to complain for three and a half years, I, I'm, you know, that's not a discussion. That, that's just a, a confrontation with ignorance. Well, in, indeed, indeed. And uh, But one of the things that I, I want to harken back to what you were talking about, and that is to have a discussion, you know, yeah. to have that, that ability to talk with one another, because, you know, at the end of the day, we're all seeking many of the same things in terms of being prosperous, having, being, uh, you know, having a roof over our heads and being able to pay our bills, these kinds of things. But Frank Salvato, we sure appreciate it. And once again, I want to say happy birthday to you. <laughs> and uh, we're coming up to the end of the segment well of course and many happy returns of course and we're going to talk to you again on friday my friend you stay low my friend and thank you to the well wishers of course anytime all right frank salvato everybody undergroundusa.com author of the book nullification and folks we're coming right back taking your if you like the podcast please subscribe leave a comment and a rating if your platform lets you Head on over to undergroundusa.com and sign up for the Substack. Comes straight to you, circumventing the censors and the fact checkers, both useless. And be sure to pick up your copy of Nullification, the case for decentralizing the federal government, available on Amazon, in Kindle form, and in paperback. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Savato. I'll be right back in a minute. This podcast is a production of the Compass Point Group.